0: To the Nutrition by Likes podcast. I am here with Courtney today, and we have some really exciting, fun at home fitness tips for you. Courtney, do you just want to introduce yourself to everyone and tell everyone how you got into fitness and a little bit of your background?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm Courtney. I am 33 years old. I am a full time registered nurse. I work in the emergency department. Um, I have five kids. I'm married. So I've kind of got a lot going on already. Um, a few years ago, I kind of got started on my own weight loss journey. Um, I you know after having five kids, I mean I had a little bit of extra I felt like I needed to lose and so I decided I wanted to get in shape for me. It was a matter of how do I find the time to do that. Um, I live in a very small town so there's not a lot of uh, there's not a 24 hour gym where I'm at. So it came down to figuring out how can I do it from home without daycare. And so from there, you know, once I, um, figured out what to do and how to do things, I kind of just developed a passion for, um, wanting to show people that you can do it from home because I had such great results. And so I, I just, I fell in love with the entire process and wanting to share
0: that with people. So that's yeah. where I'm at today. No, y'all, seriously, if we all look at her Instagram, like, you would never know she has five kids, like, (laughs) ever, because she's she's in such great shape, and it blew my mind whenever I first, like, reached out to you and saw your account that you were doing everything at home. I was like, Homegirl is so toned and so fit just by doing, like, these at-home fitness workout. So whenever I like her, like was talking, I brought her onto the surgeon team. Um, that's how we, we know each other. And, and like, we've got to do an episode about all of this. So many people have this misconception about working from home. And then you get those, like m- the muscle soul gain you would get in the gym, right? But clearly you're proving all of that wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. when it comes come to working out at at home, kind of walk us through like your processes or your setup and like what, what you do and how you, you like away from distractions and stuff. Cause I know that's one thing I, think I want to talk about was like all like all the actions you have at home, especially you with five ki- kids. Right? So how do you kind of dis- disconnect?
1: So for me, um, it came down to initially starting, you know, to figure out like when the best time for me. So I used to work a day shift, so I would have to get up extra early. Um, I've kind of always had this thing about we um, people say, well, where do you find the time? We don't find the time you create the time you have to create the time um, to hit whatever goals you want. If it's something that is important to you, you will create the time to do it. Um, So for me, initially, it started off, you know, I had to get up extra early when the kids were in bed. Um, As my kids got older, it's gotten a little bit easier. Um, I can kind of just say, hey, like leave me
0: alone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <But>, on <long> time. <laughs> leave me alone.
1: Yes, because yes. um, I don't have I don't have a garage. I don't have a workout room. I do everything in my living room. Yes, everything's in my living yeah. room. And so um, it it really is, has been about creating the time and making sure that initially my family knew like this is important to me and I need I need my time and they were all very supportive of it, um, and it's kind of now turned into join me. Um, my, my five-year-old is, is my youngest and she is all about, you know, if I'm working out, I don't want to, I don't ever now push her away and say, you know, go away. I'm doing, I'm trying to work out. Um, I try and say, Hey, do you want to work out with me? And she's five. She can't do it all, but she has like some little three pound weights. So I think it's been important to try to incorporate them now um, to show them like, this is healthy. This is what you want. Now this is what we need to do. This makes you feel good. And so really trying to incorporate them into my routine has been major now. Um, And it's different for everybody. I mean, my older kids now want nothing to do with it. And so they kind of go lock themselves in their rooms anyways. Uh, But yeah, just creating the time and finding, you've really got to find a time that works for you and you got to stick with it and, um that, that can be the hardest part. It's just you, you need to just make sure that it, if that's your goal, you need to stick
0: with it and have your plan and stick to your plan. Right. I love that advice because like I even do the same, even though not all of my workouts are at home. Like, I mean, you guys can't see it right now, like, but we're on Zoom talking. So like she can see my little living room that I have. I don't <laughs> have a lot of space. I do what I can sometimes, especially since COVID. I've done a lot more in my living room. I just kind of push all the furniture to the side and I just do what I can. Um <laughs> But I, like, even when I go down to the gym and stuff, like, I, like, you know that what your schedule is throughout the day. You know, you have such a busy day, especially with you being a nurse and having kids. Um, I'm just a graduate student. And like, with all of my meetings and stuff, with my coaching and sergeant, I know that like, I have to make time for it. So therefore I wake up an extra hour and a half earlier so that I can get down to the gym and actually make time for it. Because I used to push it off and be like, oh, I'll sleep in and then I'll do it later tonight it never happens. It never happens. You get to like dinner time and you eat your dinner and you keep saying, oh, okay, I'll go after dinner. And then you start working on something else after dinner, or you sit on the couch and you're like, okay, I'll just go tomorrow. And then that happens every single day. So for me, the best time is in the morning. It sounds like your best times in the morning too. Um, for you, if you, if you know that, like, oh, okay, I just don't like morning workouts, set us set a time and make it a habit to go at the same time. Because it will help with your schedule um, and if you are a busy schedule person like both of us <laughs> yeah time like you said I think that's great advice um as far as like your equipment and stuff that you have um, I feel like this is also some big, big misconception and I've even fallen into it like you feel like you need all of these things right you feel like you need the barbells the kettlebells, the dumbbells like Bands, everything and in all of your videos i pretty much see you using um and sometimes bands maybe i think but what like what would you say is necessary and what would you say is unnecessary and why so i'll be the first one to
1: tell you that if i went into the gym i would not know how to use any of the equipment <laughs> i i i've seriously never been to the gym so i would not the machines are just I have no idea, super out of my element. So for me at home, um, initially I started off with uh, no equipment. Uh, We had maybe a couple light sets of dumbbells when when I first started on my journey. Um, So it was a lot of just body weight stuff Mm -hmm. and squatting lunges, like learning how to do those things um, and a lot of plyo, just jumping and figuring it out. Now I've kind of built up. So I I do incorporate a lot of resistance bands and that's been kind of a focus of mine I do like little reels on Instagram to show people how you can take a dumbbell move and turn it into something you can do with a resistance band. Um, but my, my biggest uh, things I use at home are resistance bands and dumbbells. I do have like some slide discs and a pull up bar that goes over my door. And that's pretty much it. Um, I guess I got a plyo box for Christmas that I've kind of been messing around with. Yeah, but I mean, um, dumbbells and resistance bands have been my biggest thing. You know, I can figure out how to um, engage certain muscles. You know, I've, it's been a lot of spending time online looking at things and trying to uh, figure out how to tar- target certain muscle groups. Um, but that's really. All you need. And it doesn't even have to be a super heavy. You know, some people are like, well, I don't have dumbbells that heavy. There are ways you can take certain moves and slow them down or add more reps or do like isometric holds to, you know, uh, if you don't have heavy enough dumbbells to make moves
0: harder for you. And yes. so I'm sure it costs like a ton of modifications and stuff for workouts that you would do in a gym with other equipment. Um, could you give us like maybe a couple examples of things that you've really twisted to make it work and like work those certain muscle groups. Like for example, like what you're saying with isometric holds and stuff like squatting, people think like whenever you're doing squats or deadlifts and stuff, you need heavy weights. Right. So if you don't have that at home, how do you go about doing those? You know, for me, um, I mean, you can always even
1: even just an added resistance band around your legs just to kind of increase the intensity um, when you don't have heavy enough weights. And then just really slowing down the motion and, and, and focusing on what you're trying to engage, um, slowing things down. Or, you know, if you're doing um, a squat, you know, stay at the bottom of that squat for a little for a little bit longer and pulse you know, adding pulses to moves that all kind of helps when you don't have, when you feel like you don't have uh, heavy enough uh, weight, those kind of things really help, um, target those muscles and engage them for a little bit longer, um, to get that burn and to get
0: help, help get results. Yes. Like whenever you do pulses with anything, like literally <laughs> fire, right? Like you can see that burning in that one specific area, which is like what we want, right? That's that good burn. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, I even do like pulses when I'm done in the gym. Like, it's just those are just good to add in whenever you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Like arms, legs, really, abs, anything, <laughs> anything. Yeah.
1: So well, and good. Oh, I was gonna say too. I mean, um, even you know when I do like a lower body workout at home, you know, I'm not using uh, barbells and things that people get to use in the gym, and so I will add. A 10 minute just uh, burner at the end of my workout where I'm doing squat jumps and adding in some plyo stuff because it helps kind of burn those legs out a little bit more. That kind of, that kind of stuff helps.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah. So just like the, the, like almost like a hit functional, like high intensity 10 minute. And yeah, I get
1: that heart rate up. So increased a little bit more of that fat loss at the end. Um, and
0: then, yeah, it just helps kind of burn that muscle group out a little bit more. I love that. That's great advice. Cause I mean, the pulsing and that at the end, you're going to feel it just like you would in the gym. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Awesome. Um, so going into kind of like your routine, I'm very curious because you know, when people go to the gym, they have like splits, they do different things. And I see a lot, a lot of what you do at home includes a lot of your muscle groups, like full body type up as well. Um, So what's kind of like your weekly um, um, fitness routine how do you go about that? Well, I've, I mean, I've done different
1: things um, over time. And so, you know, I usually try to do like an upper body, a lower body, but I have kind of uh, here in the last couple months, I've been doing a lot of total body things. Um, And so I guess, I think I did, I was doing a program, I guess, that was, more of what they was like a density and so it was hitting different muscle groups for 12 minutes okay. um, and you were doing like 10 reps of each move and trying to get through as many rounds as possible So like oh. an amrap style
0: yeah um, but it
1: was like a push move and then a pull move um, and then a strength move and a power move and then like a core move and so it was kind of incorporating a bunch of things and then after that Um, I was focusing, so you would do like a density round and then focus on more of, okay, now I'm really going to focus my next 20 minutes on back and buys or chest and tries. Um, so I, you know, trying to get that total body burn in um, every day, just, just for me, it was beneficial because I've been, um, doing a little bit of shorter workouts here recently, um, just because of my time crunch and everything going on. So it's been helpful for me. Um, yeah. I've done splits where I focus on back and biceps one day, chest and tries one day, legs one day. So I, I've kind of messed around with a
0: lot of different things. Yeah, but that's cool. So I, I love what you're kind of saying about the twelve-minute increments with like each muscle group and stuff. That seems like it could be, like that. I feel like I'd be very sore after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So it sounds like you've tried a lot of different things to get to where you are um so why don't we kind of talk about some mistakes you've made some things you've learned along the way um from like where you started to where you are now because like literally whenever I see like your workouts and stuff at home I was I'm sometimes I'm like I would never think to do that like this girl's a genius like I like working out from home hasn't always been like something I've thought of ever since I've been following you now and like we've talked and stuff like now I see it and I'm like oh I could easily do that at home like I don't have to go to the gym for that so what's some things that you've like learned along the way um
1: consistency for sure (laughs) you have (laughs) to be consistent um and I've learned that you don't have it doesn't have to be super extreme to get the results you want like you don't have to go in and hit everything as hard as you can every day because you're going to wear yourself out um I've learned that you know, the consistency is there more than extreme is there. Um, I've, you know, you go in and, or I go into my living room, I guess, (laughs) Um, and figure out what I, what, you know, what my plan is for the day and target those muscle groups and don't, um, don't push yourself so much that you're not going to enjoy it. Find things that you enjoy because that, I mean, if you, if you hate the workout or if you hate the style that you're trying to do, you're not going to want to stick with it. I, um, I'm, I'm not a runner. Um, so to get me to go outside and go run for miles every day, I'm going to hate it and I'm not going to want to do it. Um, so you've got to find a style that works for you. Um, and so that, you know, my, I think my biggest mistake initially was trying things that I, I didn't really enjoy. And so then I dreaded getting up and doing it every day. Um, So I had to find things that work for me and, um, you know, I've found that I just have, I love, I love strength training. I love lifting dumbbells and um, that, those kinds of things. And mm-hmm. over time I've, I've developed a, a love for like hit and I like the high intensity training, but I'm definitely finding a style that works for you. And that makes you happy. Some people really like dancing and some people like boxing and, you know, styles, you know, so find right. something that works for you because you're going to stick with it more. Initially I didn't do that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, You you know, you're nutrition based. I think one of my biggest mistakes initially was, you know, I was like, okay, I just want to lose weight, so I wasn't eating. I wasn't eating nearly enough. That's Um, most people make. (laughs) I felt so tired, and I, you know, um, honestly, like, I when I first started, I did. I lost weight because I, you know, I wasn't fueling my body correctly. But I, I got to where I lost so much weight, and then I was like, well, okay, now I want to gain some muscle, and I was having so much. I was having problems gaining muscle um, because I wasn't feeling my body. So, um, figuring out uh, healthy options that you enjoy again—you know—you've got to be something that you can stick with. It's not a quick fix. It's not something that you can put in the work for a month or two months and then say, "Okay, well, I hit my goal and now I'm done." It's got to be something that you can do long term. So, finding those finding those things that worked for me and that was that was my biggest. Um, learning curve, I that's, guess. That's
0: yeah, that's huge. And I've even said it before on this podcast So repeated listen, listener that I say this kind of all the time, but it's like, and, and use running as an example, which is one I've used. It's like, if you wake up in the morning and dread what you're going to do, why are you doing it? And that's, that's like anything in life, like whether it's work, working out, um, a, a hobby that you've decided to pick up because you think it's something you should do. Like, it's really anything. If you wake up and it's making you miserable, why are you doing it? It makes no sense. Do what makes you happy. Right. And even if that means doing different things on different days, I feel like some people think like, Oh, I like to lift weights. I have to lift weights all the time because that's what I say. I like to do not necessarily. So like, if you want to do a home workout one day, do that. If you want to lift weights the next day, do that. If you feel like going on a run the next day, do that, you know? So it's, it's really figuring out what works for you. And I love that you brought that up because it's so important for not only like your physical health, but like your mental health as well.
1: Absolutely.
0: If you're forcing yourself to do something you hate every day, it's like, it's going to be so draining. And it's really going to just like almost like bring you down and like put you in like a depressed state. Like, trust me, y'all, I've been there. I've made myself do the whole running seven miles a mile warning. (laughs) I I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. If I go for a run now, normally it's like, oh, okay. It's really nice weather outside. I have some time I think this would bring me happiness. Then I go. It's not like I'm waking up at 5am and like pushing myself to the limit. Like that was miserable. And I would couldn't, I don't know why I ever did that to myself. And it's just like, I look back on it now and I'm like, uh, I was so unhappy doing that. And like, now I wake up and go to the gym and do what I'm feeling that day. And it's like, I feel so much better after my workout rather than being like, Oh my God, that was terrible. Like I actually feel happy and like those endorphins and stuff actually work. And therefore I'm happy with my fitness journey, which is where we should be. We shouldn't, it shouldn't be a burden to us. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. It's good. It definitely needs to be something that you enjoy. I mean, it's, if, if you want to sustain it long-term, you've got to enjoy it. That's, yeah. that's number one right there. <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, for sure. And that's with your diet. That's with anything. Um, yeah. I want to kind of go back to what you were saying too about the intensity of the workouts so when I, I like got on a kick and I was trying to do like everything at home, especially right at the beginning of COVID because like everyone mm-hmm. was having to, right? Um, I felt like I had to go 100% the entire like 45 minutes to an hour that I was doing because I didn't have weights. I didn't have any external like stuff to do it. Because I mean, we weren't prepared. We were normally going to the gym therefore we didn't have equipment when COVID hit. So I was like, I'm just working with whatever we got here, um, which was like a set of resistance bands and that was it. <laughs> Um, yeah. so I felt like I had to push myself to where I was drenched in sweat panting, like by the end of it. Cause I thought that was the only way I would see results by working out at home. Um, so I love that you're saying that you don't have to push yourself to like literally break yourself. Like, cause that's what I was yeah. doing. I was going so hard. Cause I thought that was the only way I was going to get results, but like, it's not like you just said.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, um, consistency is is key right. right there too I mean you don't want to push yourself to the point where you know you're vomiting at the end of every workout because that's miserable yeah. who wants to do well, that wasn't so. going that hard but <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I mean there's there's something to be said I mean it does feel good to break a good sweat but it really you know if you are focusing on proper form and and um, those kinds of things, you're going to break that sweat and you're going to have results if you're just consistent with it, you know, you get up every day and do it. You don't have to push
0: yourself to where you just um,
1: aren't enjoying it.
0: Right. No, no, I, that makes so much sense. And I look back on it now and I'm like, I realized I was going harder, harder, but I just like, I was trying to overcompensate when, yeah. when I like, really didn't have to, right? Um, yeah. And I love that you brought up form. So I feel, I feel like people completely forget about form when weights are out of question, right? Like, right. Just do whatever. Um, so, so what you kind of do to keep yourself in check. Like I know you, you film yourself and you do all that. So, so I need to see, I even when I'm in the gym, I like check my, my, my videos and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like a lot of people forget about the form aspect of things when they aren't, aren't external weight because they think, mm-hmm. Oh, it, it, I can't really in myself as much. But, but yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, first off, it comes to you need to just keep your you know, a mental check of what's going on. Um, I guess you are your, you know, if you if you're having bad form or you're, you know, Skimping on things at home, then you're gonna know. I mean, that's yeah. You know, it's just know. about being honest with yourself. For me, I my husband laughs. I have a mirror in our living room. Like a big like, mirror. <laughs> hey, you can see mine back there. That's, I put mine <laughs> yeah, in my I living can. room. <laughs> yeah, I've got a mirror in my living room, so I can check my form. Um, and I just try to make sure that I am self, con- you know, self conscious of it because you know it is important, um, especially number one, so you don't get injured. You right. want to make sure you have, you know, you want to make sure you're not gonna have bad form and hurt your back or something so that's you know that's that's big right there but just um so you are targeting the right muscle groups and if you want results then make sure you're doing it right and that's on you I mean that's you know and I mean and you maybe some people don't know like is correct form but it's been a you know for me there's a lot of places you can look online there's a lot of research you can do to just make sure like am i doing this properly that is that is a big thing right. with um, university that's at I mean. home and so like I have been wanting to and I've, I guess I've kind of started writing a six-week um, home fitness plan Ooh. Um, Love it. and I think one of like my biggest concerns um, is I want I'm, I'm trying to figure out a platform where I can um, write the workout and then show each move of the workout. So people can check their form because I think that's the hardest thing is, you know, having something written down and trying to do it at home without seeing it. Um, yeah, I'm worried that a lot of people won't understand the form or understand the exercise. I'm trying to figure that part out of things, but, um, yeah, just a mirror record yourself. Those kinds of things are super beneficial
0: yeah, um, Just and, to make sure
1: you do have the right form.
0: And well, like with the whole recording yourself thing, like for everyone that follows me and stuff knows that I've recently gotten over that bump of like, not really caring if people see I record myself in the gym. Like, I'm just kind of over it. Like, I don't care what you think. <laughs> um, but when you're at home, like there's no excuse to not record yourself. Like, yeah, literally no one else is there besides like your family. And like, if your family's judging you, tell them to like, shut up, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. go away. Um, but like, you're literally at home. So if you don't have a mirror in your living room or something, why not record yourself? You don't have to do anything with it just to watch yourself and make sure you're doing it. And so you get the habit and like, cause once you start to get good form and stuff, you'll be able to know, you'll feel your body and you'll, you'll understand where you're at and you'll understand how your body feels when you are in proper form. Therefore you won't continuously need to watch yourself. You'll learn. But when you are in the lear- learning stages, why not? Like definitely record yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, even for me, you know, when I first started um, recording myself, I would watch myself do push-ups, and I can notice like my head was just way too far. Like I was just was looking too far down. My spine wasn't in alignment. And I was like, oh man, like I've been doing that this whole time. <laughs> and so then I really made me so, you know, subconsciously I was like, okay, I need to um, like maybe look a foot. In front of me when I'm doing my push-ups, wow. and now you know I, I can feel when I'm I have my head too far down. Right. Um, so yeah, it just it took me recording myself to realize like oh my gosh, like I didn't realize I was doing that. <laughs> that was no, like, yeah, that's,
0: that's, that's a great point. That it's like it's just pretty much becoming self-aware of like what you're at because you can't see yourself. Like you can't expect to know exactly what you look like. Mm-hmm. Now, actually video video so you can see so even if it's not like while, while you're in your workouts, just record record your, don't worry about it and then, then look at it later and see if you're off in any place and then reevaluate for, for the next you do that workout workout for your push-ups for example like you call it and you're like oh, okay, okay next time, i need to try this and then yeah. therefore before you sleep um work, work it out fix it um i just think well like you're at home do it <laughs> right yeah absolutely there's no external judgment there um, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, and even if you are in the gym and you were wanting to, wanting to go to the gym, just ignore them. They're just jealous. They don't have the cup of confidence to do it. Um, <laughs> right. So also like, on like this whole topic of like injury and stuff, I want to talk, talk about stretching. Um, cause I know this is like a big one. i love to bring it up. Like whether we're about home fitness, like yoga, we're, we're stretching, um, running in the gym, like really anything, anytime, anytime I find you guys to stretch, I'd love to do it. <laughs> Oh, why don't you, why don't you through like your, your stretch routine or like, like, like where you work out after you work out, um, kind of like that. Is it any different when you do a full body, like just body weight is, or when you do weights? So,
1: um, I mean, I always, you know, do my warm-up and my, and some uh, live stretching before I work out, but after I work out. Um, I kind of I really like total body stretching, you know, Um, I think it's important. So I kind of work through my muscle groups. But I've really incorporated a lot of foam rolling, especially. Um, so post workout, I'll do stretching, maybe five to ten minutes, depending on you know what I'm feeling and how much time I have. But I, I definitely like to you know really hit my legs and you know some upper body, um, you know by triceps and things like that. But I've really tried to incorporate stretching before bedtime. Um, and foam rolling. So at the end of my day, um, so I work nights now. So okay. even when I get home in the morning, um, pulling out a foam roller and sitting down on the floor and kind of just going over things helps relax me, um, helps me feel ready for my next workout. And so I really tried to focus on stretching right before bedtime just to kind of help me wind down. Um, but like I do, I enjoy full body stretching. I like to just kind of hit everything, whether it's sitting on the floor with, you know, my, my legs extended and, you know, pulling on my triceps or something. I just, I, I like it all. I, I think it's just so beneficial. Um, no, I, I completely to lengthen out those muscle fibers again. And then it just, yeah, it helps you
0: really feel ready for the next workout too. Right. I completely agree with that. And I wish like I'm I can call myself a hypocrite here because I literally talk about stretching all the time, but I'm probably the worst at it because I'll, I get so busy again in our routines that we have crazy lives, right? Whenever I finish my mm-hmm. workout, I'm like, all right, peace out. I'm out of here at 30, I have 30 minutes till the next thing I need to do. I need a shower, get ready, like all of this stuff. Um, so I have in a part of my nightly routine because I'm very big on morning routines and night routines. I'm like set in my ways. Um, and they help me sleep better. They help me have a more productive day. And that's just like why I love them. But a part of my nightly routine, I try so hard if I'm not just tired and crawling to bed, right? Um, to do like a 10 minute like stretch, whether that's like a yoga stretch or just like a normal, like, like I come from a competitive cheer background, like a normal like, like V-sit like stretch over and yep, yep. I set and things like that. Like I literally just try to do that. But I will say for anyone who's bad at stretching like me, I have recently invested in a hyper ice like muscle gun thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm obsessed. I am so obsessed. And I'm really bad about stretching my legs whenever I do like a leg day. And I did leg day today. So I know I'm going to be using that later. But I get really bad restless, like restless legs whenever like my le- my quads and stuff tighten up. Oh, that thing has been a life changer. And it helps loosen the muscles. Oh, it feels so good. And like, especially glute day. It feels amazing. <laughs> you my do. husband got me one for Christmas. <laughs> Love it. I do love it. Oh I my gosh. It. It's so, my parents got me one for Valentine's day. So I'm like just like a week into using it and I'm obsessed already. I use it every yeah. single day, but I also feel like my muscles feel better because like, you know, I'm not doing like a, a full stretch at the end of my workouts all the time. Like I should just helping keep me loose and not help me from keep, keeping 10 ups. So I recommend I'll put a link to one in the the pest description. If you guys, like you guys want to like check it out and stuff. 10 Out of 10, 10, I really recommend those things because it has helped me so much. So much is your time because I'm sitting here doing work, even too. I can like have it have in it, hand, like doing my quad. Um, so I love it, but but I highly recommend getting a stretching routine. I'm way better at it when it comes to nighttime before bed versus like right after a workout when I really shouldn't be doing it. Um, but yeah, I think that's great advice to just like how of get to a routine. And it takes some time, you know, things take to create habit. Uh, yeah. Just like anything you do in my life. Oh, so, I mean, this is another one. And that's probably why I'm so in- inconsistent with it is because I haven't consistently done it, but it's, it's tell you guys, like whenever I do it, I sleep way better. See, and for me, you know, I,
1: I've been pretty good about doing my stretching post-workout. Um, It's probably been the last couple of months that I've really tried to focus on doing it before bedtime because I struggle with sleep. I am a horrible sleeper. And I think it's because uh, I work nights and so my, my schedule is so inconsistent. When I'm home, I'm trying to sleep during the night. When I'm working, I'm up all night. And so my schedule just flip-flops all the time. Yeah. So for me, um, that's why I tried to create that, okay, whether I get home in the morning before bed or if I'm you know not working and I'm going to bed at nighttime, if I can incorporate that stretching um, right before bed kind of helped me get in the routine help my mindset say okay we're, we're winding down for bedtime now yeah, like a, um, it, it helps me um, that that's what I've been trying
0: to incorporate trying to get my body trade to say okay now we're getting ready for sleep <laughs> yeah no that's great it's kind of like when people have like a nightly like hot tea or like a herbal tea or something it's like mm-hmm. that's like your trigger to your brain to tell yourself like okay wind down time we're going to bed soon so that's a yeah I love that idea that's really great Awesome. So another thing that I wanted to get your advice on for all of working out at home and stuff. um, I know you do work nights and so you don't have, you obviously have so much going on at home with like kids and stuff, but what is your best tips for getting rid of distractions? And even, I don't know if you could like maybe throw some in there for people who do work from home. Um, Cause I know for me, if I'm working out like right here behind me, and my laptop's here and I have emails pinging and I'm seeing things come in. I'm like, oh, okay, pause my workout. I've got to go answer these emails and stuff. Right. Um, so what is your best tips for like avoiding distractions and actually like focusing through your workout? If you do have like those kind of like, Technology things going on. Obviously, muting your notifications would be probably the best thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I usually just try to like put my cell phone off at the side and just ignore it. And that's something I've had to work on, especially. And if you're recording your workout, that makes it harder because you're using your phone to record yourself most of the time. (laughs) uh, um, But for me, a lot of the time, I put my um, AirPods in Mm -hmm. and it helps me distract from what's going on in the house around me. you know okay. I'm not listening
0: to that's great I, mean, I feel like when I do work out at home I don't wear my headphones because I'm just in my living room so therefore like I feel mm-hmm. like I don't really need I don't need to like distract like block other people out in the gym you know so maybe I, yeah. I haven't thought about that because I really don't think I ever like put my headphones in when I'm in my living room yeah, I do. Um, and that helps me a ton because I can focus
1: on what I'm doing um, rather than all the chaos in the house. Because um, I mean, sometimes my husband will be on the couch watching TV <laughs> and I'm trying to work out, you know. Uh, if I just put my headphones in, then I can kind of distract myself from what's going on, put music on, whatever I want to listen to, and still do my workout. Just like you would at the gym. Listen to some right. music, put your headphones in. Um, that has been my, my biggest help for me, um, as far mm-hmm. as uh, distractions. And I, um, I mean, I don't ever, I don't have my laptop out whenever I'm working out. I just, my laptop kind of just stays in my bag. Um, my phone is, you know, i I usually just try and put it to the side. And there are times, you know, where I'm, I'm like, I get distracted. I mean, right. it's just, it is what it is. Um, sometimes you're expecting, you know, that important text or a phone call, you're waiting for somebody to reply. So, um, but doing your best to just say, Hey, you know what? I've got 30, 45 minutes to devote to myself that can wait, you know, that sometimes that is just your biggest thing is knowing you know, they can wait for 45 minutes, right. but headphones, 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 headphones. <laughs>
0: I don't know why I never even thought about that because, because I use headphones as a distraction from other people. The gym, so why would why would I use it as a distraction from like my work, my living room, right? Right. So that's great yeah. advice. Um, and that's kind of kind of looping everything back around. To like our first thing we take talk up to is just pretty much pretty much getting the time and like making time for it. So if you do work from home and you do like which a lot of people to work from home right now and like. Or if you're, if you're in you have all cl- online classes and stuff, maybe, and you do live in a small, small, park like I do, maybe get your laptop top and stuff in the other room. Like for me personally, like my rooms, small, my desk is in there, but in there, but it's like not a big enough space for me to sprawl out. If you guys you guys have Instagram stories, I use my entire countertop with like notebooks and stuff. Um, so I always come out to my like kitchen area. So maybe if I like got rid of it, I didn't see it. It was in the other room it would be better, but headphones is definitely a good one to just kind of block everything out. Even though you are in your own space, you don't really need to block out other people. There's still plenty of other distractions that can happen in your own home.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Cool, well, I, those, that was all great advice. I really think that it's, it's so much easier than people think. Um, some people are just like, working out at home, it's so difficult. You can't just like do the normal workouts. Um, but you can, right. Um, I was just curious about a few exercises and how you do them. Um, if you did say you didn't have dumbbells, I know you have dumbbells, but say you didn't have dumbbells for someone who like, doesn't have any equipment at home. How would you do like the typical bicep curls or hip thrust or, um, any of those like typical like squat, obviously you could do body squats or deadlifts. Um, how would you go about doing those? For example, So
1: it kind of depends on the type of resistance bands you have. So I have, I have a bunch. So I have like your mini loops. I have your longer, your big loops, you know, the longer like full body, I guess, uh, resistance bands. And I have the ones with handles. So it kind of just depends on what you have, but as far as, you know, like your bicep, Curl. If you have a mini loop, um, you can get into um, a half kneeling position. So one knee on the ground and one knee, you know, like a 90. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to put the resistance loop around your foot and you can focus on curling from that position. You can even rest your arm against your leg and work on more of a preacher's curl. Um, You can still turn your, you know, um, hand into a neutral position and do a hammer curl. So figuring out um, at you know what resistance level you need to be at. Um, stand. You can stand up if you have like the longer resistance loops. Stand up. Put the loop around underneath your feet, and you can do bi- uh, a bilateral curl that way. If you just hold each end of the resistance band. And something people don't realize is like, oh well, I don't have enough resistance. You can take the longer loops and wrap them around your feet to create more resistance for you.
0: <sighs> Tighten them up.
1: Um- so I mean, there's there's a lot of ways you can do that. As far as like hip thrusts and stuff, I focus a lot when it comes to you know trying to get that booty burn and stuff. Um, doing like bridges on the ground, um, that kind of thing. Putting the loops around your thighs, um, and uh, you know, There are times where I'm using two, three resistance loops to, to get that extra, you know, the resistance that I need to be at now. And yeah. So. Um, putting them around your thighs, bridging up um, and even, you know, working on like more of like a clamshell, um, you know, bridging your, you know, pulling your knees apart as you bridge up, those kinds of things. I mean, it just takes a
0: little bit of messing around with things. Right. And those holds and pulses and stuff that we talked about before, Mm -hmm. like with those bridges, I can, I'm like picturing them in my head. And like, you have the resistance bands around your knees and like thigh area, but then you're also like holding And then pulsing like the clamshell, like you said, like I can, Mm -hmm. that would just burn. Like that's going to get just as much of a workout as like a a horse would. Oh yeah. Or do it with one knee,
1: one leg on the ground and put one foot up
0: up. that
1: that's a killer right there, you know, like taking it it up that notch. Um, I will tell you right now, like when I do my triceps, I love resistance bands for triceps. I mean, that is, that just takes that burnout really? a whole nother knot. Oh yeah. What's I mean, your, what's your, what's your like two move for a tricep with resistance band? So, so just as you would do like a tricep kickback, um, whether, whether you're um, like, so like, let's say you're bent over, um, you know, like, in a hip hinge and you're doing a, tr- a tricep kickback with a weight, um, take the resistance band. So let's say I was going to have like the weight in my right hand kicking back hold the resistance band in your left hand, kind of loop it around your hand and then use that right hand still to kick your arm back and depending yeah. on where you hold that resistance band. So if you're going to hold it on the opposite side of your chest from where your arm is, it's going to make that resistance work you know, harder. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, and you don't even have for like, for something like that, you don't even have to be in a hip hinge. If you have a problem, you know, hip hinging and doing that, you can stand straight up and still pull that resistance band down with your tricep and that is like my tricep finisher every time.
0: I, I love it. I yeah, absolutely I love, love it. Um, it's just, so, like, just as effective as like a cable pull down or something like yeah, that. Absolutely. Straight up. So yeah, that's, that's an awesome modification. I love that. I might even start yeah. doing it just as a finisher, like in the gym, like why not?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and so for those of you who haven't ever checked out my Instagram,
0: mm-hmm. um, if
1: you go to my reels section of my Instagram page, I have a ton of uh, resistance band modifications yeah. for a, a bunch of different moves, and I try to add I add one or two a week um so there's a ton on there so yeah. people I get a ton of messages like oh my gosh I never thought about doing that um and it's been fun for me to play around with and yeah, to show people awesome. and so
0: yeah it's great oh, I love that that's so cool yeah um definitely check out her reels she posts them you post a ton of reels and I love them every time I see them because they are <laughs> they're so informative like that there's so creative too, like normal, like you wouldn't just think to do those unless you like really play it around with it. So it's yeah. awesome. You're just kind of throwing that out there for people so they don't have to think about it. It's just like, here you go. did it for you. Try this. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. Wow. Okay. So this has been very informative. I now it like has me wanting to like actually try out. Cause I have a whole like little corner over here of, um, like resistance bands, sliders. Um, just like I think I have like a set of dumbbells over there and stuff. But I never really use because like, I know I have the gym downstairs and stuff, but now I'm definitely going to like, I'm going to do like a whole resistance band workout just because of this conversation. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it sponsor break and as you guys could have guessed my new activewear line surgeon activewear is the sponsor for the podcast this season of course right i could not bypass this opportunity to let my own activewear sponsor my own podcast so if you guys aren't aware yet we are a new activewear company called surgeon follow us on instagram at surgeon or you can find us online at www.surgeon.com we are a brand new activewear line and when i say our product are the best you guys know i've worn activewear so much so many different brands and i i mean obviously i'm biased but i am obsessed with our stuff it is buttery silky like literally gold and it's like another layer of skin on top of your body and we have so many new colors and designs coming out in the new year well this year and years to come obviously but the big thing about Surgeon is that we are partners with Rise Against Hunger. So if you haven't heard of Rise Against Hunger, they are a nonprofit organization that feed families in need and people in need all around the world. So in 2019 alone, they affected over 17 million families in 34 different countries. And we have partnered with them so that every product we sell equals a meal going to a family in need. And that's not just on an order, you guys. That's every single product within that order. Literally by the click of a button, and you supporting us making an impact on the world. So shop Surgeon, .surgeon www.surgeon.com. Obviously, I would love to support you guys. And and I would just love to have all of the Nutrition by Lex community and everyone that listens to this podcast a part of the Surgeon fam. So definitely check us out. Um, So I like to finish up every episode talking or asking three questions. Um, The first one being, what is your favorite food? Of course, we have to talk about food. (laughs) My favorite food. I
1: am a salmon lover. I um, I love salmon, and it's kind of funny. I would probably tell you like three years ago, I probably wasn't a big salmon lover, but um, it's just kind of been my go-to protein. Um, I've tried to get out, uh, get rid of a lot of red meat in my diet, so. Salmon is so great, um, and I'm pretty lucky because where I work, you know, I work in a hospital, and people always think hospital food is not that great. But the hospital I work at has like this dry rub salmon that, that is just to die for. And I work night shift, so I can order it right on my way to work and oh, have it for dinner. <laughs>
0: there you go, perfect. <laughs> I spend my whole paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Um. I so I'm just recently started incorporating fish back into my diet. I don't know if you've seen that. So I I was I've been vegetarian for like almost four years now and then this past like quarantine um and uh, my boyfriend loves fish too so he's always wanting to go to fish places so I was like so I had like, so to start incorporating it back in because I've always loved fish like growing up um whenever I just like cut out all meat I just decided to cut out fish too and then it kind of got in my head that it was a texture thing I wasn't sure if I was gonna like the texture again then I tried mm-hmm. it I love it been on a salmon kick I love it it's so good what is your best way to like what's your favorite way to cook it like how do you like it
1: so I like, um, I usually do like a dry rub, um, uh-huh. made of like, you know, like a little bit of, um, spicy. So some chili powder sometimes, but, um, I liked, you know, some brown sugar too, like that sweet, spicy. Uh-huh. Um, and then I usually just put mine in the oven on a, like under the broiler pretty quick. Yeah. Um, it's simple,
0: it's super simple and quick. And it's so good for you. Like, so yes. good. it has so many good, like om- omega acids, like all of the, like, it's just it's yeah it's you can't go wrong with salmon i you're actually just one to say sam samus podcast i think everyone's kind of like <laughs> has avocados like generic things like that but i think you one actually to say salmon so i, so I love it. um so my next question is is what would be what is your favorite type of fitness but yours is career, home fitness so so why don't go into like what is your favorite like muscle group group and why um
1: Oh, that one's hard. So I really, I really like doing lower body. I think it's been one of like the biggest areas where I've um, had some gains. I think that's been like the one thing um, people think that you can't really do from home very well. Um, I, I will tell you when I first started working out, I
0: had no butt. <laughs> I had no butt. Um, it's, it's all been there. I'm still sort of there. I'm working on it.
1: <laughs> Uh, so that's kind of been like my biggest, like, Oh, look, it's like, I've, I've, I've got a booty now that I can't fit my jeans on, <laughs> yeah. but, um, just, just to be able to, um, uh get the leg gains that I've had my quads like i I used to have a really hard time I had a hard time um, figuring out how to get the gains that I wanted at home um, not having like the heavy barbells and things or like a uh, the squat press machine thingies <laughs> that people use yeah. uh, I was like I don't know like am I ever going to be able to get um, stronger legs and so that and then um, it's it's hard between that and my arms because I my arms have come long ways too my I arms are I, so guys nice. Like if you so, guys see me on Instagram, I like to
0: flex my arms. <laughs> no, literally, as we've been sitting here too, she has like a fitted like long sleeve and I keep seeing like your shoulders and they just look amazing. Like even in like oh, sleep. Thank you. Totally. <laughs> like I'm telling you guys, when you check her out on Instagram, you're not going to believe she has five kids because she looks so great. Like <laughs> you're so fit. And I hope to look like that after, I don't know if I want five kids, but after I have kids, <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. It's possible. Yeah. It's um, consistency, right? Stay, staying consistent with everything. Yep. Um, and then my last question that I like to ask everyone um, is, what keeps you motivated? I pretty much just like to hear everyone's why. Um, so uh, my biggest thing is uh,
1: I want to show my kids that um, this is a this is a healthy part of life. Uh, my kids definitely keep me motivated. Um, my f- my five year old man, I will tell you, she is the first one to. You know if i'm gonna work out she pulls out her weights and she um, it's i she's right there to join us like my husband and i did a workout together yesterday and i mean she's five so she's she's fun right now i mean he takes off his shirt and then her shirt comes off like whatever (laughs) you can work out without your shirt one day you're gonna have to keep your shirt on girlfriend yeah (laughs) i mean my my kids are my why um my kids and my mental health um i've been through my own bouts of depression and I've struggled with things. And so I know that it keeps my, helps me keep some clarity in my life. Um, It helps me, you know, definitely the endorphins, you know, so for my mental health and my family, um, I know it's something that I I need anymore. I love that. Yeah.
0: And definitely like you're setting such a great example for your kids too. It's like, they 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 do what they see right and like that's going to be habits that they continue to like you they see you do it they're going to want to do it as well so I mean that's it's so great that you're leading by example and letting her in on those little workouts and stuff which I think is so fun I I see like so many big Instagrammers and stuff well I'm a huge Sarah's Day fan like she's Australian she's a YouTuber I don't know if you've heard of her and she yeah. has a little um a little boy now he's like almost two I think. But she'll like post and like wanting to like in the gym and stuff too, like trying to like work out. And I just think it's the cutest thing. And I love it because I mean, they're starting like these little habits that like they don't even know that's going to impact them way in the future, too. So that's great. I I love that. I love seeing moms do that with their kids, because I hopefully I'm going to do that one day. Um, And then like, you'll have a little workout buddy, too. And she gets older and can actually like go to things with you. (laughs) Oh yeah. And you know, at
1: her age, I mean, my, my older kids are harder, you know, like I have to like pull them out of bed say, come on. like yeah. my, my oldest is. is 14. Is. My oldest is 14 years old. And to get him to try and work out with me is like pulling teeth. Well, I remember. Like, no mom.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember when I was like in middle school, school, and even like early high school, it like wasn't cool to work out. Like, like not, it was cool. Everyone thought it was like something like you did, you did when you just Trying to lose weight and stuff. It wasn't like anything like, do for like, I don't know, hobbies, mental, oh, yeah, things like. So at that age, I, I can even remember I was I was just like no interest in it either. I, like my work working out was my sports like my competitive tour that I did, and I, I called it's so after that. I was like no no more. I don't need to do anything else. Yeah. Um, so it, there's, like, that stage where there's, like, no care for it. And then, like, once you, once you get old, you realize, like, oh, okay, people actually enjoy doing this. And, like, they do things things where people, group fitness classes and stuff like that, too. Um, that's when I, like, kind of come back out of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's what and, I did I look back at like when I was in high school and I'm like, man, I wish I would have loved Wade's class. <laughs> and I, I dreaded it. I hated yep. going to Wade's class. And now oh. I look back and I'm like, man, if I would have loved it at that point, imagine
0: where I'd be now in my life. Yeah. No, I hated it. I hated any kind of like PE class too, because they made us run the mile. And I remember I was just like, I hate this. Like it was so bad. And I talked about this in another episode too, but I feel like that's almost why when you get to like high school and stuff that you like, you, you hate working out because when you're younger and like, cause I don't know if your kids have to take like PE all the way through high school. But I only had to take it one year, like my freshman year. So after mm-hmm. I was done with it, I was so like over the running or anything like that, because it's almost like a punishment. Like they treat it like a punishment or even when you're younger with sports, like you mess up, they tell you to run laps. And so therefore yeah. like it comes out of like a punishment aspect versus like a positive thing. So I feel like takes you a while to get out of that mindset of like, oh, I'm doing this for a negative aspect rather than a positive aspect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just the, I don't know. I I went on a rant in another episode, so I won't do that to you guys again (laughs) about like school systems and the way they handle things like that. Um, But it's different for everyone in different school systems that you're at. Um, I really appreciate you doing this episode with me. This was an amazing conversation. Um, I want to give you a second to just kind of plug yourself, tell everyone like where to find you on Instagram. um, And if you do end up coming out with that uh, program where they can like keep up to updates and stuff about that.
1: Yeah. So definitely find me on Instagram. I'm fit with chick. Um, so I I post a lot of I do home workouts on there a lot of reels showing you how to use resistance bands and then I will keep people informed as to when I'm going to finally put out that six week home workout program I mean it's hopefully it's the first of many that's my yeah, goal that's so exciting um, I love that yeah yeah I've been kind of working away on it at my laptop so yeah fit with chick find me on there and I'm totally you know. Um, open to message me if you have questions about form about how to do certain moves. And um, hopefully you'll see a lot more of me on there.
0: Yeah, for sure. And as always, you guys, I will link all of her stuff in the bio or in the description for this episode, too. So you can just click on it and find her if you missed that. Um, but thank you so much for doing this episode with me. I really appreciate it. I knew that like, this topic was perfect with you and you had all the expertise about it. So thank you so much.
1: Yeah, no, thank you for having me on here. And I look forward to meeting with you again. Of course. And thank you guys
0: for listening. I'll talk to you again next Wednesday. Bye. All right, bye.